0: Bank of Seattle, which presents the free 97.3 ESPN mobile app. They are Cape bank County's lending expert banking for your everyday life. At First Bank of Seattle, find out how First Bank of Seattle can simplify your banking needs. Your partner since 1888, member FDIC, equal housing lender, download the free 97.3 ESPN mobile app powered by First Bank of Seattle. Alright, here we go. The MGPT Top 5 and 5. These are 5 day trips that you enjoy taking. I always like when the listeners give us ideas of places that they go. Like, hey, you should try getting in the car, driving here, send us a text, 609-403-0973. These are five places. It's National Day Trip Day. Hence, our five favorite day trips to take. Now, I take these trips a lot. I've done some of them a handful of times, some of them more than others, but definitely looking for some... um, you know, some insight from the listeners, coming up with some ideas. All right, let's get into the MGPT Top 5 at 5. Peter? What other button? Oh, sorry, I hit the wrong one. There we go. Peter? Oh, and Peter hung up because he thought he was gone. I mean, that's Pete Thompson for you there. He hangs up. He
1: hung up because he thought we were disconnected?
0: I hit the off-air button instead of the on-air button. I don't know why Josh doesn't just punch them up for me. Instead, I have to punch them up. Like, just put them on so that I don't have to turn and do it, that they're already on, and all I have to do is pot them up.
1: Well, I think this is a discussion that you should have with Josh.
0: I know, but, I mean, it's just, it's like second nature kind of thing. Like, hey, he's ready to go. Instead, there's many times when the guy's on hold, and I'll put the pot up, and... (laughs) <laughs> then i forget to hit the button but it should have already been
1: hit my point i'm not gonna argue with you peter i just i heard six out, and that's all i heard
0: i was all into it here we go six out and that was- yeah, here we go. I'm all into it. Now, I like this topic because I like getting in the car, taking a little day trip. I like finding little unique places, little unique towns, getting in the car, driving on a Friday night, hanging out Saturday, coming back on Sunday. It is National Day Trip Day, which is apropos for Memorial Day weekend because a lot of people make the day trip down the Jersey Shore. So, Pete Thompson, five day trips. Number five, go.
2: My number five is within your six-hour radius that I heard you speak of earlier, and I'm going to throw in Cooperstown, New York, the Baseball Hall of Fame. That's four hours and 51 minutes from my door, and it's totally worth the trip. I went in 2011. I had a fantastic time. Now, yes, that time we did my dad's company picnic, too, so there was an overnight stay involved, but you could make it a day trip to go up there, and if you haven't been there, and if you haven't been there with your father, and you have the opportunity to go with your father, come on. Forget about it. So that, to me, makes that a worthy day trip. Cooperstown, Baseball Hall of Fame, get there, do
0: it. By the way, you talking. know, a day trip could also be that you go spend the night, spend, you know, that you spend a day there and then come back the next day. So a sleepover
1: is fine. Okay, sounds good. Well, that's in my list. That's a good pick there. For my number five, it's Ocean City, Maryland. I think it's close to close enough to make that trip but it's it's not the same as the Jersey Shore it's a little bit of a mix up you got secrets which is always a fun time you go out in the water you get some drinks you go crazy a little bit and uh, I just I like going to the shore but mixing it up so going to different places that's not just your typical down here in South Jersey type shore
0: that's a good one you know my buddy had his bachelor party there his wife Oh, so did mine just last summer his wife was from there so they had a family on the other side of that uh, bay and we took the boat over to secrets Ooh, it was pretty cool yeah i bet yeah but i haven't really i've only been there that one time so i don't know what else is going on in ocean city maryland but number five for me it's very close about 45 minutes to cape may drive baby. Spend the night in Cape May, hang out on Washington Street, go to Congress Hall, do it all. It's a day trip. You can go down there for the day, hit up a couple of restaurants, do the brewery down there, hit a couple of antique shops. That is the ultimate day trip. If you're a local in the area, you take the day, spend it in Cape May. It has to be on the list of your five if you live in this spot.
2: I like that, MG. I'm a big fan of all the bed and breakfast down there in Cape May. Take it, girls. Spend a nice little weekend. Absolutely. Go down for the day and come back on Sunday. That's a good one. Hey, I've got some driving ones that are close for you that maybe, I guarantee you've probably never been to my four and my three, Gil. So my number four is French Creek State Park in Elverson, PA. When I was a kid, we would go to the state park, and it was awesome that hiking and biking and fishing and boating and kayaking and more and outdoor barbecuing now sadly apparently you can't swim in lake harm or, or in the lake anymore the lake harmony that they have but on the plus side they build an amazing pool and that has some big concession stands attached to it and it gets rave reviews but yeah that was that was a big part of my youth you know, the family didn't have a lot of money for a big, vacation. All right, we're hopping in the car, and we're going up to French Creek State Park. That's my number four. French
0: Creek State Park. Now, how far is that? I'm going to have to write that one down. That sounds interesting.
2: It's not far at all. It's only about, well, from my pop's house, it was about an hour and a half. So it's probably three hours from where we are. It's drivable. It's I like doable. It. All
0: right. Good one there, Peter.
1: My number four is uh, Baltimore. I know that's a Gill special. I love the harbor. I actually went to school down there for a couple years when I was playing hockey. So it was kind of around, I'd say, 25 minutes out from where we stayed. So I love the harbor. I think it's great there. It's a it's a beautiful area. Lots of places to uh, get some good seafood right up P.T.'s Alley. And it's a nice <laughs> quick drive.
0: It <laughs> might show up on my list. You never know. Uh, number four, PT. I'm the same as you, Cooperstown, New York. It's a, you know, it's a nice drive, but you're making that drive. There's all sorts of things going on. You're you're seeing uh, horse and buggies, and you know the Amish country up there. But spending the day in Cooperstown, you make the drive on Friday night. You sleep over. You do Cooperstown on Saturday. You drive back home on Sunday. You can do so much up there. Uh, you gotta get to the museum kind of early though if you're only going to get one day up there because it is a lot to do in just one day but it is worth a day trip like you said make the trip up there dad bring your son son go with dad do whatever you got to do but make sure one day you make a day trip or a weekend or a week out of it up in cooperstown new york and uh check out the baseball hall of fame
1: bro bro you ever been to the baseball hall of fame when i was younger not to the point where i kind of remember what was going on to be honest Got to go. Got to take another trip.
2: I'll go I with like you. it. It's like walking back in time, you know. And it's also, I always tell the story about how we had uh, lunch at the Cooperstown Diner. And the entire seating at the Cooperstown Diner is 13. So, you know, you have the cook, you have the lady that serves your food, and then the 13 of you. There's 15 people in the entire place. That's, That's the occupancy.
0: I was there, if you remember this, back in 2011 when there was that earthquake. And we were sitting in a restaurant in Cooperstown. And everyone's like, did everybody just feel this place shaking?
2: And, you know, lo and behold, there was an earthquake going on. That's nuts. That's crazy. All right. So I gave you French Creek. I'm going to give you another one in the Pennsylvania direction. Growing up, you know, as a family, we had a friend who had a place in the Poconos. And specifically, they had a place on Arrowhead Lake. So we went in the winter a lot because it was close to Jack Frost and Camelback Mountain for skiing. But I remember going a couple times in the summer, and boy, we tore that lake up. I mean, there was a pool at the lodge that was in the shape of an arrowhead. That was the folks that were the homeowners association. So I remember swimming in that and almost drowning. That's a famous thompson family story the time peter thought he could swim in the deep end and didn't i mean they didn't have floaties back in the 70s so i just plopped right in and couldn't figure out why i couldn't stand fishing boating kayaking we'd go over to there was another lake nearby that had more to offer i mean go-karting you name it we did it poconos in the summer everybody thinks poconos in the winter go in the summer arrowhead lake that's my number three
1: My number three is New York City. I am a big city guy. I I love the East Coast cities. I think they are awesome and take away the sports part of things because I feel like that makes people look at these cities differently. But when you go into New York, I I love all the different restaurants, the shopping. I love going shopping in, in big cities and walking around and there is so much to do there. I'm not big in the plays or Broadway or anything like that, but I just find that even even though I don't enjoy it, it adds that element to it, just knowing that it's there. So my number three is New York City. It's
0: interesting. I, I, I've i been to the city a bunch, of just not a big city guy in terms of making, I mean, New York City. Like, I know there's a ton to do. I almost feel like I'm overwhelmed with what should I do, where should <laughs> I go, and I feel like I'm missing out on something by doing, you know, something that, that, like doing this. Um, so, um, uh, New York's okay for me, but uh number 3, it's in New York. Saratoga, take a trip to Saratoga yeah. Raceway. This place is history oozing out of it. I tried to explain to broads earlier in the week that Saratoga, like the outside of it, you feel like you're on the Ocean City boardwalk. There's funnel cake and ice cream and pizza and, you know, little shops where people are making bracelets and all sorts of stuff. It's just very Americana outside. And then inside, you know, you got the oldest racetrack in the country, and it's just you know so historic in there. It's such a cool setting too. When the Saratoga season starts up there, that whole place becomes like a little town. And it's you know I've been there about three or four times. Definitely worth the day trip up there. So if you're thinking about you know when the horses come back, and you're saying, hey, I got to do something this summer. I've been trapped in the house. I got to get out. Take a trip to Saratoga Horse Track up in the. Uh, Saratoga section of New York. It's fantastic. I also, um, I think um, right around there is where Lake George is, which is also it's on my honorable mention list. If you ever get a chance to drive by Lake George, that place is fascinating.
1: Lake George is amazing. Yes. I would pass it every time I drew up, uh, drove up to Vermont. Which
0: is in the Saratoga. Beautiful. Right around the Saratoga. It's in that Albany, uh, what do they call it? The capital region up there, Peter.
2: I hear all, Lake Georgia, I always hear about fishing. And Hunter, if you're going to go into the city, don't drive, by the way. That's my one horror story. The one time I drove in Manhattan in the holidays because I missed the train or the bus up to New York. So I ended up driving in Manhattan, like, when the tree was up at Rockefeller. And there was, like, the running of the Santas, some big drunk Santa crawl. And, I mean, I've never been, I usually am not afraid of driving. I was a little afraid. And then somebody was like, why didn't you use Metro Park? So if you ever Go to the city. You should start using Metro Park. That's, uh, what is it, exit 132 of the Garden City Parkway. Those in the know, know you leave your car there and then take the train the rest of the way in for New York. All right, my number two echoes one of yours, Hunter, uh, Inner Harbor, Baltimore. Now, listen, I get that I'm not a big fan of seafood. But all the other stuff I don't have to pitch. I mean, M.G., when I was 16, I went down to an Orioles game with my cousin. That's the first beer I ever had. We had dinner in Little Italy, watched the Orioles play at Old Memorial Stadium. His friend Robbie brought me that beer back, looked at me and said, Are you old enough to drink this? I said, I'll try. You know, sure. And then we made a weekend trip down when they built Camden Yards in 92. My sister worked there in Baltimore for a year around that time, so we went down right after it opened, and by then I had acquired the taste for the Barley and Hops. And then two summers ago I went down and stayed in the Inner Harbor, played golf with the prestigious and very private Baltimore Country Club. Thank you, Joanna Coe. Uh, we played golf with her and stayed at the Hyatt Place and right there in Fells Point. And that perks Gil's ears up because yes, we hit up Max's Taphouse. Even though I only drank, like, you know, an ale or a lager or something very simple, it wasn't as exotic. But I drank it, and we had breakfast at the spot diagonally across the street. So all that stuff, Baltimore, Inner Harbor, that's my number two.
0: Yeah, it's uh, also number two on my list as well. You mentioned Max's Tap House. You mentioned the Inner Harbor. You mentioned Fells Point, all great places. I can go to Max every single weekend. Like, my girlfriend and I will drive. Like, we'll do the Saturday morning Drive down there, hang out at Max's, come back Sunday. But one of the big things is going to Little Italy, picking up a pizza at uh, Isabella's. Also, they've got really good craft beer down in Baltimore as well. And, you know, you could do a lot of other things than just hang out in the Inner Harbors. a lot of, a lot of, much like Philly, a lot of history in the town up there. A lot of good eateries that people aren't really aware of. You mentioned uh, uh, Fells Point, but also uh, when you look at the other side, um, you know, where all the history is in the harbor. Um, it's just a tremendous, and it's a weekend trip, too. It's a day trip, it's a weekend. You don't have to be there. Uh, you don't have to go on vacation there and spend a week doing everything. You can hit all so many things up in just one weekend. And, uh, Baltimore, check it out, make the drive, do it, do a day trip. Let's get this, uh, you know, let's get back to life at some point and go back to Baltimore. I miss it, man. You know, I was supposed to go to Baltimore months ago before all this happened, and I actually ended up having to go into the hospital for something. And I, I haven't been back in such a long time because we were just going to go down to Max's Tap House for the night.
1: Hmm. Well, I love Baltimore as well. By the way, well, my I'll, number two. We'll all have to go to Max's Tap House one night. Yeah, that sounds phenomenal. You kind of skipped over me there. Sorry, too, dude. by the way. It's okay. My number two is definitely a day trip, and I haven't been there in so long that now I am putting it on the list, but obviously this COVID thing is going to maybe push that back. But Six Flags, I love roller coasters, and I love amusement parks, and I haven't been on any that really satisfied me in a long time. You know, you get the Wildwood roller coasters and all, and they're fun, don't get me wrong, but that doesn't really move the needle like Six Flags can. So for me, it's just going up north a little bit. Boom, go to Six Flags. You can rock there for a full day and go home.
0: You know, I've been to Six Flags one time. So I'm in eighth grade, right? And, you know, I'm like, there's a girl in eighth grade that I like, and I'm trying to, like, be impress her. (laughs) And she's in line for the roller coaster. Now I'm afraid of heights. I will not go on roller coasters. And I'm like, you know what? I'm just doing it. I gotta go on with her. She says, yeah, I'll go with you. I waited in line. I waited in line. I waited in line. Probably about a half hour. I walked onto the roller coaster and right out the other side. I just could not do it. So at the <laughs> end of the year, right at the end of the year, they had the banquet or like a uh, an audit, you know, like a awards banquet. And I won a rubber chicken award for having no guts to stay. The teacher said we have the no guts award for Mike Gill, the no guts Gill award, a rubber chicken. I won because. The girl said, I will go on the roller coaster with you, and I chickened out and walked right off the roller coaster after waiting in line with her for a half an hour. Two things. And that award one, was
2: teacher endorsed? The
0: teacher yeah. gave me the award. He came up with it himself. No <laughs> Guts skill Award.
1: That's what I was thinking. Like, one, that teacher would probably be fired in 2020, right, which exactly. is crazy. Yeah. He, might, he might even be listening and
0: chuckling away right now.
1: <laughs> Two, you clearly did not impress the woman, and that's the sad part.
0: No, nope. although, um, fast forward of you know five six years, she asked me to her prom.
1: Wow, I can't believe it because if I was in her shoes, you would just be crossed right off the list. Yep. I mean, you wouldn't even be an option after that.
2: Dun- Dunzaroo, oh, uh, that's funny. I, uh, Gil, you know, I love when you tell stories that I've never heard before, and I'd never heard that one.
0: Yeah, well, now, Hunter, winning, we the, got, winning we just, the rubber chicken award isn't something that is usually, you know, something that you're just, <laughs> hey, you know what? I won an award one time, a rubber chicken for being
2: gutless. Josh, I know you're listening. Let's get a uh, chicken-sounding cluck-cluck-bock-bock thing, and we'll play that for Gil now, since if I'm, uh, you know, Rip Van Winkle and always sleeping, we got to get him a chicken sound. All right, we're up to my number one, I believe, and uh, that's Washington, D.C., I had relatives in Arlington, another set of relatives in McLean, Virginia, so going down to see them, and then heading over into the District of Columbia, as it's officially known, was like a rite of passage. I mean, we did all the Smithsonian stops, and for Smithsonian, it's National Museum of American History, and then we liked the National Air and Space Museum. There's a infamous story about my brother and cousin Steve getting lost at the Air and Space Museum. Of course, they were teenagers, so they just wandered off. and took at least two hours until they finally resurfaced. They said they were looking for us. We were the ones that were lost. Yeah, see where I pulled that out of my uh, repertoire (laughs) empty? The American History Museum, the Star-Spangled Banner, what they do, what's left of that flag that flew over Fort McHenry when Francis Scott Key was writing the National Anthem, all that cool stuff. I mean, as a kid, I got to see the Howdy Doody doll that was in there or Fonzie's jacket or Archie Bunker's chair. or You know, they have whole sections of that stuff, so it's totally worth your time, totally worth a day trip. That makes... Washington, D.C., number one on my list.
1: Yeah, it's in my honorable mentions. My number one is a little bit of a drive, and I think this is my number one just based off of the emotional attachment I have to it because uh, when I played here, it was probably the best team I've ever played with, so it's actually Boston. And I used to drive up and back from Boston all the time. I can get there in about five. It's normally not a day thing. You stay over, and then you have one day there, or I guess two days, if you will, and then you come back. But just like New York City, I'm a I'm a big city guy, and and not so it doesn't have to necessarily be Boston itself. I just love Massachusetts in general. So similar to going to Philadelphia area, if you're not from here, that could be South Jersey as well. It's similar to that. It's just that Boston Mass area that I really do enjoy, and I, and I think it is just because of. The emotional tie i had there when i just remember great memories with my teammates
0: yeah i was only in boston once it was years ago 1994 and the red sox were on strike baseball was on strike but i went to a game at the old boston garden and i went to a game at gillette but i've only really been there once so i can't really say uh that that would make my list however number one on my list would be take a drive to newport rhode island it is a quaint little town in fact uh, I loved it so much. It was uh, it was just awesome. In fact, I saw somebody on Facebook that I knew the other day said so they were going to Newport, and I started ripping places that you need to go. The problem is you can't visit any places right now. Uh, but it's a history town. White Horse Tavern, the oldest tavern in the country. George Washington had a beer there. Um, they got a baseball stadium there, right on America's Cup Boulevard which is the third oldest baseball stadium in the country. It's still operational for what we would kind of call the ACBL here. They have a league called the Sunset League there. And there's a bar attached to the stadium where you can watch the game right from the bar. And it's like the right field line is the is the foul line, is the bar. It's pretty cool. Uh, the, the America's Cup is big up there. So they got a lot of boating. The seafood is amazing up there. They have really good beers. It's such an old town. It's about a five-hour drive. You can stop in New Haven, Connecticut, by the way, and get Frank Pepe's Pizza, the oldest pizza shop in the country. It's about an hour or so apart, which is also on my list of uh, honorable mentions. Which is tour the campus of Yale. You know, you're on one of the most prestigious campuses in the country. It's in New Haven, Connecticut. It's unbelievable to walk on the campus of Yale. You feel like you feel smarter, Pete. You should try it. It's pretty. It would be smart. Good. Good idea for you. Uh, but you keep saying New Haven, and Hunter and
2: I are thinking of New Haven Nighthawks.
0: <laughs> oh, the hockey team up there. If Hunter's yeah. shaking his head. No, he has no idea what you're talking about. But, uh, oh, well. <laughs> uh, but Newport, Rhode Island, so much history, so much fun. It is. It's it's a very similar town to like where we. Now, the reason we ended up going to Newport, by the way, when I went there, is I said to my buddy, he's like, yeah, we should try to take a day trip somewhere, and I said, uh, how about Narragansett, Rhode Island? Now. Narragansett, Rhode Island, no one would just go to, but it was the beer in Jaws. You remember, he was drinking a Narragansett beer. So I just randomly threw that out. So you drive through Narragansett to get to Newport, but Narragansett is actually a pretty cool town in itself if you want to take a day trip. They got a lot of uh, um, beaches there, but Newport also has tremendous beaches. They got the cliff walk out there, which is, uh, the views are just unbelievable. So if you get a chance, take a day trip. The Newport Rhode Island the history will be oozing as you walk through the town
2: Michael and I just watched Jaws last night it's a classic you know I'll catch her for you I'll catch her <laughs> for 10 <laughs> hey uh I had a couple honorable mentions here's one you probably haven't heard of Gil Deep Creek Lake in Western Maryland it's a uh, it's a reservoir. It's man-made. But we went there a couple times when I was a kid. It's about 3,900 acres, 69 miles of shoreline. And like I said, like all lakes in Maryland, it is man-made. But it's got all the amenities that I mentioned of the Pennsylvania spots. It's just in. Maryland there, Deep Creek Lake, uh, we had a couple visits to when I was a kid. And, then, you know, uh, playing off your Kate May theme, my mother and her sisters, so my two aunts, they all waitressed at the Jersey Shore in the summers. But then the one year, they waitressed in Delaware, and they were in Rehoboth Beach. So as a kid, we met in Rehoboth Beach one time, and I hadn't been there. I think I went for Comcast Sportsnet a bunch of years back and, and just was charmed by it. How nice Rehoboth was. I mean, all, all I ever do is see the towns around here. It was nice to get out, and that's certainly a day trip. Go down and check out how the other side
0: does it. Yeah, I know uh, Todd, who's going to be on in seven minutes for uh, the uh, Friday Happy Hour, he's a Dewey Beach, Delaware guy. He used to go down there and uh, hang out. All right, a uh, couple of Auburn mentions. What do you got?
1: Yeah, I just mine's pretty simple. Just the Jersey Shore, of this area, Cape Bay as well, and, and Washington, D.C. It's, uh, it's a good time there. All
0: right, these are day trips. Uh, it is National Day Trip Day, our favorite day trips to take. Uh, a couple, I said the Yale campus, check that out. I love going on college campuses. You'll see that theme here in my honorable mentions. You get a chance to drive to Yale, just walk the campus. It is awesome. The oh, By the way, the architecture up there is out of this world. University of Princeton, which is about an hour and a half from here. You can go there. By the way, when you go to Yale, check out the Yale Bowl. Unbelievable to check out that football stadium, the way it's situated, and how it's situated. It's such a unique structure. But Princeton, very cool area. You can walk around the university, check out the uh, architecture up there. I mentioned Lake Tart- uh, Lake George, and um, you mentioned Poconos. I've been to Poconos a couple of times. There's a lot of cool whitewater rafting up there, doing that kind of stuff, other than just the snow stuff. And Gettysburg National Military Park. You take a drive to Gettysburg it's about three hours. And by the way, I'm watching Homeland PT, where uh, the yeah. scene where Gettysburg was just in the last episode I just watched. And it made me think about Gettysburg. I've been up there for baseball tournaments, been up there for the Civil War stuff. and uh, that I love history places where you can see the old facades. Another thing about the Inner Harbor uh, is where Francis Scott Key wrote the uh, Star Stangle Banner. You can go out and check that area out, too. But anything like that, I love. Taking the day and just walking around those places, Gettysburg, you could walk around and just feel like you know you're in uh, a time that was much different than the one we're in right now.
2: There you go. Does Gettysburg have that tower? Is that where that is? Because I remember going to a big tower, like when I, an observation tower, when I was a kid.
0: Um, an observation tower. I mean, it's a military park. I mean, they might have a some sort of observation deck up there. I don't know this tower that you speak of, but uh, the Gettysburg Mil- National Military Park, it's a very wide open, you know, hilly area. But uh, I don't know. Check it out. And they, when you bring Princeton
2: up, uh, Hunter, have you ever been to the Hobie Baker rink? That's a historic rink on the Princeton's campus. I watched a game there once.
1: Yeah, my best friend played there for uh, four years. So you've been there? Yes, I've been there. Multiple games. I mean, you know, it's always tough when you have to explain to the non-hockey people that Obie
2: Baker is like the Heisman of hockey, and then he explained who he is, and then this is the first rink, and by by the third sentence, they're bored. Yeah,
1: Yeah, it's it's an old-school rink, no doubt, but it has its own little identity.
0: All right, that's our MGPT Top 5 at 5. It is Uh, National Day Trip Day. I know we all can't take day trips like we want to right now, but we figured those are some spots you might want to check out when things get back to normal. It is also National Craft Distillery Day, and since PT doesn't drink craft beers, we couldn't do our five favorite. Well, you can check mine out at 97.3 ESPN. All the fun ones that we actually want to do, most of them get squashed because PT doesn't do anything, so we can't
2: do them. Thanks, Peter. Sure. You just stick with that. That sounds good.
0: Have a good weekend. Hopefully, we'll see you uh, over this weekend.
2: Yeah, I hope, hope so. It's looking like Monday now, but hope so. Well,
0: Monday doesn't work for me. All right, see ya. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's the MGPT Top 5 at 5. It's a Friday happy hour. Happy hour Fridays here on the Sports Fest. Oh, boy. So I'm going to give you a list of the beers that you should try this weekend for the happy hour, right? Here we go. It's National Craft Distillery Day. We got Juicy Shenanigans from Three Threes Brewing. Have you ever had? Nope.
1: Cloud Sourced from Two Roads Brewing. I read the description on that one, and it looks very good. Very good. Party Wave from Kane Brewing. Sounds pleasing to the name. Very pleasing.
0: Up and Out from 2SP Brewing. 3C's IPA from Slack Tide. All right. Yee Hall, New England Style from Clown Shoes.
1: Screams Kevin Durso.
0: Snack Sessions IPA, Tuckahoe Brewing Company. Escape from Reality from 3 Brewing Company. I'll give you two more. Wolf Pup Sessions IPA from Golden Road Brewing. And Anti Hero from Revolution Brewing. All right? They will be in the fridge this weekend. All of those are going to be in your fridge? Uh, Yep. Everyone that's on this list will be in my house this weekend. In six packs? Like, how would you pick these up? Sixers, casers. I'm, I'm going all out this weekend. All right. It's Happy Hour Friday. Todd Rank joins us here on the Sports Best Live 97.3 ESPN. Now, Rank, you're not an IPA guy. You're like a fruity drinker.
3: Yeah, I was actually going to say, although I've changed a little bit. I don't do the beer as much, but I did get a little mezcal tequila today. Well, uh, you drink so that tequila right season.
0: out of the bottle, and you start swiping left on that tinder.
3: And I've gotten a few responses. Well, come on, Joe, you don't know right or left. You gotta, you gotta swipe left, right to get the responses. Left means you're a no go.
0: Right, left, she's out. You're saying right, she's in.
3: Right. So we've gotten a couple. We've gotten a couple that have uh, hooked onto the line. We're starting to reel them in, Ooh. and we may have a couple. We may have a couple, couple cocktails this weekend. We'll see how things go. Well,
0: what's, I mean, what's the success rate with this thing when, uh, when we're in a pandemic? Right. Although you guys
3: are opened up out there. Well, little by little, right. The beaches are now open in LA County. Uh, you know, I'm not going to be out there this weekend because it's going to be a it's going to be a dirty style uh, exhibition out Ooh. there. So, I'm staying away from the beach this weekend. But it is open. We don't have restaurants open yet, uh, but the dog parks are open. You know, you're starting to see little by little.
0: Uh, maybe course, I go, go down to the dog today. park and find a girl
1: with a Chihuahua.
3: That's not a bad idea. Well, I was thinking
1: the dirty beach concept might be up your alley. No? <laughs> well,
3: dirty. Would this, I use dirty in a very general sense of the word because when we're talking dirty COVID-19, no, that's not that's not my style. Um, oh,
1: I thought you meant but, you dirty know, as in like the type of crowd, the people.
3: Oh, no, 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 no. I, you're exactly right. I would be down for a little bit of uh, a little dirtiness in that sense, but now COVID nineteen dirty is what I'm talking about. It's gonna be, it's gonna be packed on our beaches this weekend because it's supposed to be beautiful weather too. So it's gonna be well. Luckily, yeah, be pretty bad.
0: Luckily, we got rain. It's raining today. It's like an eighty percent chance of rain tomorrow. So we, we, I mean, the, the mother nature may be protecting us from our own selves.
3: Yeah, I was going to say, you're saying that, but your listeners are probably like, what are you talking about, Gil? I want to get out to the beach this weekend and get on the boat.
0: Come on, last um, weekend, they went up on the boardwalk. The place was packed. I mean, it was crazy up there. You had your weekend. You had last week.
3: Well, you sent me that picture. I saw that of, uh, where, where was that? Ocean City Boardwalk? Where was that?
0: Right, that Ocean City Boardwalk. I mean, it was. it looked like a summer day.
3: Oh, man. Yeah, it's going to be itchy. It's going to be itchy. We'll see. I mean, again. People make their choices. They do what they want to do. But at the end of the day, um, I'm going to keep it at the small little park near my house where yeah. there's nobody at. I can get some sun out there. Right. And, uh, you know, we'll wait another month or so.
0: And you go with that tequila in the house.
3: I did. I went with the mezcal. And um a really nice smoky flavor to it. And, you know, I do those bourbon and ginger beers. Uh, but the mezcal is really, really nice. Now, again, I sweeten it up with a little soap syrup. I do a little bit of uh, honey. You can touch a little honey in there as well, uh, but it's a nice cocktail. Very nice, especially happy hour.
0: I like so to see. Well, um, I like to see them flowing on this happy hour Friday. Get it going.
3: Well, I had to wait. I, I've, I've had one, but I knew if I went in two before the before the call that it could get a little itchy on the call. So I I the right to wait. And when we get off the phone, right the weekend begins. I mean that's how it works.
0: Yeah. Now let me ask you: Are you into this tiger? Uh, Phil. It's Tiger and Peyton Manning against Phil and Tom Brady.
3: I, you know what? I'm interested, and I probably will watch. And here's the thing: it's on. I think noon my time on Sunday. And I've heard everybody picking, and I don't know what you guys. If you've been on the, uh, the radio today, picking your your pair that's going to win. I don't think there's any question. I know last year Tiger was the favorite; he loses. We're talking about revenge, redemption. And we're also talking about Peyton Manning, who's been in retirement, been able to play some golf. I don't think there's any question that Brady and Mickelson are going to get their uh, cabooses handed to them. Yeah,
1: what I just thought about was the the first time we spoke, I think, was the time Korean baseball was on. And I said, Oh, this is great. I love this. I haven't watched a damn inning
3: since. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Right? Because, well, and part of that is you can't there's nobody you're following really. Right. I mean, it's hard to grab onto the team or grab onto the players. They're just not your everyday players. You're, you know, that you are used to. So it makes it tough when you're just watching games and I've seen it on the ticker. When I guide, you know, when I go through the TV, look at what's on and I'll see the, the word Korean baseball and I keep moving right along. I mean, you know it's
0: actually me? on right uh, now, but you're right. I, this is the first time I've seen it back on TV in that since that first week, I don't even know if they, um, if they air it all the time, but, uh, all right, let me, uh, let me get your thoughts. The end of the last dance on this whole, like how Jordan was portrayed, like Horace Grant wants to kick his ass. I mean, there's reports that Pippen's not happy with the way, you know, Grant said Jordan wasn't even on those teams. Why did he even include those, you know, moments in the documentary when he wasn't even on those teams? I mean, a lot of his teammates don't seem happy with the coverage.
3: Well, look, and it got such a huge rating, right? Nobody knew how big this thing was going to turn into, and I mean, you know, some of them and I would be in agreement that I think it's the best sports documentary I've ever seen. But you're always you believe it's the best. I don't think there's any question. I mean, you and now there's more coming. Don't get me wrong. I just heard about the eight part series with Brady that's going to come out next year. Nine part. Um, There's going to what is it? Nine going to be nine, and and they've got the Lance Armstrong thing coming on this weekend. Right, that's going to be more of a short. Uh, kind of a short stint, but they're really doing some things now. But, you know, I I just look, it it is from Jordan's perspective a little bit, but there is a lot of uh, backstory on people giving different opinions and having uh, different thoughts. I mean, look, it wasn't just Jordan, but it was also Will Perdue who was on there saying he thought it was Horace Grant who went ahead and, and kind of spilled the beans at that particular moment when he was talking about, uh, the team well, maybe that's like why that. Will Sorry.
0: Perdue wasn't on that call the other day with Bill Cartwright, Craig Hodges, Horace Grant, and the other guy. I mean, <laughs> they all were like, <laughs> you know, I don't know. But, uh, by the way, so we were talking the other day, we did our top five sports documentaries we want to see made after like a 10-part mini series. I throw in there, I want to see that Tebow – on that stretch of games with Denver when they started winning. And I want to hear from his teammates. I want to hear them say that they didn't believe that that Tebow had something to do with it.
3: It's a great idea. And um, I, I would agree with you because it would be interesting to see the players and what their thoughts were because it was such an interesting piece when he made that run and everybody wanted to say, dude, it makes no sense. He does nothing for three and a half quarters. And somehow, this team or he finds a way to win the game at the end. Of course, everybody was jumping on uh, that bandwagon. I was one of them. I was Tebow, Tebow mania. I mean, it was just, you're watching the game going, it makes no sense. I don't understand what's happening. And you know, whatever he needed, an onside kick would be recovered. He'd get the ball. Somehow they'd make a play, but I would be interested to see if his play, if his teammates went, you know what? It was a special, whatever group of games it was, we really thought it was amazing yes, we knew he wasn't the greatest quarterback, but we really – it was a neat time. Or if they go, guys, we literally were winning despite this guy. It would be interesting to see their their viewpoint on it. Because, you know, the fan base – the masses pretty much were following Tebow going, well, these games are being won because he's doing something. And, you know, it it looked that way, but when you break it down, maybe not.
1: Well, what about – Jeremy Lin. I mean, that's another player that had a short stint, right? I mean, like just a handful of games and took over the world. Jeremy Lin would be another interesting one. Now, I know they made – That made my uh, list, the Sanity. Yeah. they, They did a tiny version of a documentary, but to see it in depth and to really go through the weeks, that would be something.
3: And it was surreal when we were in it. And, again, timing, I think, with a lot of these things, timing is what makes them what they become. And you know, Linsanity was this again. You're looking at someone that you wouldn't expect coming from where was he? Harvard, I think it was. And he comes into the NBA, just gets to get on the team. All of a sudden, nobody knows how to guard this guy. Nobody, he's making every shot. No, he's he's turned out to have a really nice career. I mean, he back up back up point guard, whatever. He's making some good money in this league. But those that year, year and a half, whatever it was, um, was really a fun ride for everybody. And that wasn't even a New York story. That was. That was the, across all country. I'm
0: telling you, dude, in the time that I've done this yeah. show, that Lynn's sanity was one of the most unbelievable weeks I've ever had. I mean, the phones were ringing off the hook. Just people wanted to talk about this guy and whether he was going to be. People thought he could be like the, the next Michael Jordan, like that you were watching the next Michael Jordan, the way he took over games and the way that he took. I mean, it was unbelievable. I know PG's listening. He just texted us. I bet you ask him that week when we had Lynn Sanity,
3: it was
0: crazy.
3: Well, not only that, Mike, when you think about what he did, he ended up look, it's like it's kind of like Nick Foles in the sense they parlayed those few games or whatever that stretch was into huge money, into future contracts. How much money has Nick Foles made? And and you think about again. Other than that real stretch that he's the hero in Philadelphia, and understandably so, he's an average quarterback, really. And, and those numbers for that short amount of time got him huge money. He goes down to Jacksonville. He didn't even make it a year because of the injury. You know, that, Lynn Sandy, he's probably made, I don't know what his, his earnings are. He's probably made, I wouldn't be surprised if he's made over $100 million.
1: I just don't understand how, you dominate like that, and then all of a sudden, you just don't. You know, because, like you go from because domination. The film,
0: the film study starts to see what he was doing, and they say, All right, now we figured you out. And he had no second gear. But the that's film, the, stu- like he was
1: dominating. Dude. It's hard to believe that just a film study would change it to that level. For
0: 12 games, Glenn Sanity was 12 games. He's averaged 22 and a half points, eight and a half assists. And the Knicks went nine and three. It's probably the best stretch that they've had in twenty years. But you forget how short it was, but it felt like it was a whole season. That guy took over. It was unbelievable. And you're right. He probably has made about a hundred million dollars in his career all because of Linsanity.
3: Right, because then the next team that takes you, they think maybe we'll get that magic. And maybe it'll last longer than two, three weeks, right? Or you know, he ended up having a good season, I think, but it was that stretch that you're talking about, Mike, that that's what gets you the money. I mean, it's as simple as that. And um, it, it really, that, those are some of the really neat stories you think about. They can really turn those into one of these, one of these type of. Now, Jordan's was based off of, you know, a, a 15, 16, whatever it was, year career and six championships. These are other little, little kind of pieces to the puzzle where these are just quick bursts. But we'd love to know what was going on during those bursts. And I think ESPN will jump on. I mean, when they see the success of what this was, I think it's only going to create more, right? They're just, just going to keep digging deep to find. Well, right, they who got who coming up uh,
0: now, they got the Lance Armstrong. Any interest?
3: A, a lot of interest. I'm more interested in some of the comments that I hear him say where he's unapologetic. This guy literally was like went from hero to zero in one minute. And he had the bracelets, everybody, I'm, I'm Armstrong strong, you know? And then they're like, oh, get this wrist, this arm, armband off my hands. This guy's a cheater, and he's this, and he's that. I mean, the guy had cancer. He comes back and wins the Tour de France, and all of it from day one is a sham. I mean, it's it's an unbelievable story. Way, he went under 60-under. He disappeared, and then all of a sudden, he comes back up.
0: By the way, Jeremy Lin, $65 million. That's how much money he's made uh, in the NBA, the next one that ESPN's doing is Bruce Lee. Any
3: interest? Little interest. It's just not my genre. It's just not my thing, but I get it. I get his impact on culture, on life. I, I, I probably would watch it, but it's not, it doesn't have my interest like a Jordan or a, or a Brady or a, or a Lance Armstrong probably.
0: And then the last one that they got coming up is Sosa McGuire, the home run chase of 98.
3: I will certainly uh, be locked in on that for P- a couple reasons. One is I'm a huge Cubs fan, so I'm definitely going to watch. The other is it's just so interesting for me to look at Sammy Sosa today. I, oh, my God. Sense. I know. It's, uh, it's scary, but it's <laughs> awkward, and it's interesting all at the same time. I, I, it looks like a vampire or that a vampire sucked all his blood out. It's the weirdest <laughs> look I've ever seen. It doesn't make any sense to me. And, you know, he can make up the excuses. I mean, there's, there's, it's apparent that, you know, he, he did something to his skin, obviously. But I just, he himself. I don't know. He literally, he has a cream that he uses, Ooh. and it basically takes away your skin. Like, 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 I go out and put on suntan lotion or oil to get darker. He was putting something on to get lighter. I, I think he swiped right
0: too many times on that dirty beach. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> all right happy hour friday's here go have yourself a cocktail and enjoy the weekend man shots are on me oh! that's todd rank happy hour friday we'll do it again next week to get you prepared for the weekend i'll give you my last couple of beers you ready bros oh i'm ready by the way i just got a nice email from three threes brewing oh yeah they appreciate it the shout out nice that's awesome. I gave him two shout shout-outs on this list. It was uh, "Juicy Shenanigans" and "Escape from Reality." Nope, yeah, I like go that. Juicy gravity. Nope, don't. Sorry. It's a Good one. Uh, all right, got a couple more. Water guns and rainbows from Ludland Island Brewing. This one's—I don't give a four star too often. It's a four point two five on the five scale on untapped.
1: Ooh, have you? So you haven't? You have not had a five?
0: No, nah, I've never given one a five. Okay. Loose Cannon from Heavy Seas. Enjoy. It's a ba- I think it's a Baltimore area beer. Boom Sauce, Lord Hobo. That's a Boston area beer. They actually have it down in a uh, couple areas. They're starting to get it around here now. Uh, boat Beer from Carton Brewing. They come in four packs. They're bigger cans. There's a four, four pack for you there. Uh, lunch from Maine Brewing Company. If you find a place that has lunch from Maine, you get it. Have you ever had a heady topper? No. Missing out? Voodoo Ranger IPA, New Belgium. And New Juice, Southern Tier. That's our happy hour Friday. I'll have more beers next week for you. Follow me on Taft MG973. Follow up beers I have this weekend. I love the people who follow and and write in uh, messages on my beers on there. Good stuff. All right, Sports fast 5 coming up next. We'll wrap up the show.
3: You ready for competition? It's ah! time for five questions. Ah! Three game and then just man five.
1: Ah! Ah! Number five always I got
3: five
0: on it. Five now can you think that? All right, hopefully everybody has a great weekend. We are off on Monday, but we'll do a quick
1: rapid fire five for you. Here, Go. Sandcastle or digging a big hole on the beach? Big hole. I was a big, big hole fan.
0: As I was I. I the shell and thought I would find something cool down there. Never did.
1: Until you got to the water and you thought that was cool, right? Just White so claws on the beach? White claws? No. Forgetting sunscreen or you have to keep your feet in the hot sand the whole time? Uh Ooh, I'm probably feet in the hot sand. That eventually cools off. Thoughts on the
0: Bay? Don't mind it. Enjoy a day. I used to live right on the Bay when I was uh, in my younger days. Have a beer on the Bay. What shore do you go to the most? Well, I grew up in Margate, Ventnor. Ventnor, Margate. One of those two is typically where I would do my beaching. Marketing's okay. pretty cool over there, too. But uh, Ventnor, Margate, those two. There's your rapid-fire five. I liked it. We had a good day. Fun stuff. Happy hour Friday. In the book. Think Todd's going to use Tinder tonight? Oh, no doubt about it. You know, he's got a whole day ahead of him. It's only like 3 o'clock out there.
1: He's got a long day.